Good morning. Today is Thursday, June 24th, 2021. Happy St. Jean-Baptiste Day and Bon Fête. I hope everyone has a wonderful holiday. Notwithstanding the fact that it is a holiday in Quebec, I want to discuss something, and that is that there is immense wisdom in the Jewish calendar, and in the Jewish calendar, this is not such a good month. We're in the month of Tammuz. Sunday is the 17th of Tammuz, and that begins, that's a fast day, and that begins a period of three weeks that culminates in Tisha B'Av, the ninth day of Av. And it is a period of mourning and sadness for the Jewish people. Concerning the 17th of Tammuz specifically, the Talmud tells us that there were five different events that occurred on this date in different periods in Jewish history. So what I want to do is I want to share with you from the Talmud that list of five, and I want to ask you a question about it. I want to ask you, of the five, which of them seems to you to be the worst, the most serious, contributing to this day, the 17th of Tammuz, this Sunday, becoming a fast day for all time. So, Talmud says, Five terrible events befell the Jewish people on this date, the 17th of Tammuz. One was Nishtabru Haluchos, the tablets on which were engraved the Aseris Adibros, the Ten Commandments, were smashed by Moshe. Remember, after the Jewish people heard God speak the Ten Commandments on Shavuos at Mount Sinai, Moshe went up to the mountain for 40 days. At the end of that period, Moshe came down and the Jewish people had built the golden calf, the Egel Azov, and Moshe smashed the tablets. That was the 17th of Tammuz. Ubatel HaTamid the Tamid offering, that's the daily offering that was offered in the Beit HaMikdash, was discontinued. That refers to the end of the Second Temple period. The Romans pierced the walls of Jerusalem after a lengthy siege around Jerusalem, and that occurred on the 17th of Tammuz, and on that same date, the Tamid offering in the Beit HaMikdash in Jerusalem was halted. There was no longer a daily offering in the morning and in the afternoon. V'huvka'ir, right? Also the walls of the city of Jerusalem. So that led to hand-to-hand -hand combat for the next three weeks, culminating in the ninth of Av when the Romans set fire to the Beit HaMikdash and destroyed it. Now, the next two go out of order back to the era of the Hanukkah time. So that's like in the middle of the second temple period, maybe 175 before the common era, approximately. The Saraf Apustamos Esatora. Apustamos was a, an Assyrian Greek general, and he burned a Torah in the courtyard of the Beit HaMikdash, of the second temple, the holy temple in, in Jerusalem. And that was a very special Torah scroll. That Torah scroll had been written maybe a hundred or so years earlier, maybe a little bit more, by Ezra, 
one of the last of the prophets, and that was considered to be the most authoritative Torah scroll in existence, and every other Torah scroll was checked against this Torah scroll to make sure that it was correct. So when that was burned, first of all, anytime a Torah is destroyed, that's a terrible uh, calamity, but this uh, put into a certain amount of jeopardy the transmission of the authentic and perfect letters writing of the Torah scroll, that was a terrible day. And also in the same era, the Hemid Selim Behechel, Apostomos, again, this Assyrian Greek uh, uh, general, leading up to the Hanukkah story, when the Assyrian Greeks conquered the temple, they defiled it by erect, placing, erecting a, an idol in the courtyard of the temple. I mean, you can't imagine a worse tragedy than a place designed to serve one God. Uh, an idol was set up there. So that also happened on the 17th of Thomas. Okay, five different events. So if you think to yourself of those five, which was the worst? What was Which one was the most serious that would be the most cause to lead to this day being established as a fast day for the Jewish people. We might all have different opinions. I want to share with you the opinion of Rabbi Aaron Lichtenstein. Rabbi Aaron Lichtenstein gives what I think is kind of a surprising answer. He explains as follows. There is a fundamental distinction between other religious approaches where daily practices are secondary and they emphasize special occasions. I once saw one writer refer to this as filling station religion, meaning like your car, you fill up the tank and then you drive as long as it goes. And when it nears empty, you fill it up again. So you need your spiritual boost. So you go to church or to synagogue or wherever you go, you fill up on the major big day, and then you keep going until you feel depleted, and then you come back again and you fill up again. Ravarin explains that Judaism has a completely different approach. Judaism is based on tamid, continual, daily. I've shared this with some of you before, but it's such an important insight. Our sages ask, what is the Klal Gadol Batorah, the great single principle on which the entire Torah, all of Judaism is based? So all of us are familiar with the famous answer given by Rabbi Akiva, love your fellow as yourself, this is the one major foundational fundamental principle of Judaism. Everything else is based on that. Less well-known are two other opinions answering the same question. What another opinion says, Vayivra Elokim es Adam B'Tzalmo, B'Tzalem Elokim Bara Oso. God created mankind, every man and every woman, B'Tzalem Elokim in the image of God. That is that every single human being somehow reflects God's holiness, somehow is entitled to dignity and respect because they reflect God's image and is cherished 
by God. That's the fundamental principle. Everything else about Judaism is based on that. And then there's a third answer. The verse, In the morning you offer the morning, tamid, offering, sacrifice, the daily sacrifice, and in the afternoon you offer the daily afternoon sacrifice. Judaism wants us to relate to God at every time, in every place. The name for Jewish law is halacha, which means going. In other words, it's supposed to accompany us on a regular, continual basis. We say the words of Shema, the words of the Torah should be with us when we're sitting at home and when we are walking along the way, everywhere that we go, at all times. There's a fascinating halachic principle that goes like this. Let's say you have two mitzvahs, two things to perform, and you're trying to, trying to decide which one should come first. Which one gets priority to come before the other? So the Talmud says, Tadir, if one of them is more frequent, Vishe'enu Tadir, the other one is less frequent, Tadir Kodim, the one that is more frequent comes first. Even the Talmud says, let's say you have one mitzvah that is Tadir, frequent, the other mitzvah is Makudish, it is holier, it has greater holiness. Even then, Tadir Kodim, the one that is more frequent, comes first, has priority, because what is more frequent, what is more continual, has greater value to Jewish life. Judaism cannot survive without a daily routine of encountering God. And that's why the Bitul HaTamid, the cessation of the daily offering, according to Rav Aaron Lichtenstein, was the worst of the five. And when the Tamid was halted, when there was no longer a daily sacrifice in the temple, that's when prayer took over its role. Because we cannot live as Jews without that continual daily interaction with God. And if we don't, we no longer have it with sacrifices, there must be a substitute, which is for us prayer, because otherwise we could not survive. And that's why, according to Ravaron, that's the most serious of the five. Today, we have an even greater danger. And that is that many Jews today identify with this alien worldview that only special moments are important. Maybe life cycle events, maybe high holidays. Now, I want to be clear, a Jew who participates on this occasional basis is valuable, this is important, this is holy, People can be wonderful, holy Jews when they participate in such a manner, and they should certainly be welcome and respected and honored 
for whatever it is that they do. But when you pray a few times a year versus praying daily, it's not just a difference in the quantity of prayer. One is five or 10 times and the other is 365 times. It's in the quality of prayer. It is a different understanding of what prayer is and of what Judaism wants from us when we do this on an occasional basis versus on a regular, continual basis. And so we have to push back against that. We have to experience and share the value of being in constant, continual contact with God on an ongoing basis. We have to always be aware of the holiness of moral and spiritual daily life. It is necessary for us, and the 17th of Tammuz is the perfect opportunity to emphasize this, to reclaim the spirituality of daily prayer and daily spiritual life, it's necessary to remain true to the essential nature of Judaism, the importance of tamid, daily and continual service of God. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.